For decades, we've helped Tom's family with parenting, adoption, and what it means to be pro-life. It's just typical of the way Focus on the Family has worked over the years. They just provide very practical, biblically-based things that help people to make the right choice and, and support people in ways that really are necessary. That's why Tom and his wife give monthly, to encourage and equip other families. Focus on the family is out on the front lines of things that you know are necessary in the culture and in, in the community, and we as Christians are called to support God's work in that way. It's just a blessing to us to be a part of it. I'm Jim Daly. I'm inviting you to give monthly so that together we can save even more families. Join our Friends of Focus on the Family team by calling 800-A-FAMILY or donate at focusonthefamily.com slash family. Well, there are moments when your son or daughter just needs a hug, and it's not just little kids. Uh, A few days ago, one of my daughters was over. She's in her mid-20s, and she just looked at me and leaned toward me, and I put my arm around her and said, I love you. I'm John Fuller here with Dr. Danny Huerta. He's our Vice President of Parenting and Youth. And Danny, why is a simple thing like a hug so meaningful, particularly to younger kids. Well, God designed us to respond to hugs physiologically. I mean, affection in general, but a hug itself helps with brain development. It gives a, oh. a sense of, of things are going to be okay. There's a calming effect. There's also a bonding effect. As you know, uh, oxytocin is a bonding chemical. It helps with trust, safety, feelings of love. And a hug helps increase those hmm. In a big way, there's a, there's a, a hormone release during that time. And uh, one thing that uh, recent studies showed was that uh, kids who g- receive hugs on a regular basis throughout the day from their parents or trusted individuals uh, tend to have larger brains, the hippocampus, the learning, the memory. So it changes the structure of the brain hmm. to be hugged on a consistent basis. And when you see kids in orphanages or places where they have not received that physical affection, Mm -hmm. it really leaves them underdeveloped in their brain. Uh, And so this is so important. You You give a reassurance, a calming presence with your child in times of stress by just holding them for a little bit. I've had my daughter say, Dad, can you just hold me for a moment? We've mm-hmm. talked about that in the show, yeah. and it does make a difference. Well, let's go ahead and hear more about some of the benefits of physical affection in the family. Uh, Jim Daly and I had a conversation with Matt and Lisa Jacobson, and we're going to return to that right now. But Lisa, let me ask you on that hugging setup I did in terms of uh, Trent. I mean, you, hugging was really important to you as, as one of your parenting tools. A lot of parents, you know, we're just not taught how to engage that way, especially if you're coming from a stoic, a more stoic family Mm -hmm. environment where you guys talked about things, but you didn't show affection. Maybe your mom and dad, you never saw them hug or kiss. Uh, You know, that's not uncommon. Yeah, we weren't. I grew up in a home that was not particularly affectionate. So this whole hugging, touching thing was very new to me. And I thought it would come more naturally as a mother, um, but it it didn't come naturally to me. Um, Matt's family was way more affectionate that way. And so I, I learned a lot from him. But I also started seeing there was so much power. So even if it didn't feel comfortable, my reaching out to my kids, touching them, hugging them, I could see them lighten up. I could see breakthroughs even. Um, 
And so the more I realized how powerful it was, the more I was determined to do it. And now it's very comfortable to me, um, and I enjoy it very much. But it can be learned. That's the mm-hmm. thing. Yeah, it can absolutely. Be. You don't you don't have to stay in that place that distance is comfortable. You can learn to hug. Now I got to ask you, Matt, uh, as a father uh, with four daughters. I mean, that's part of it. A lot of dads will write to focus or contact focus. You know. Once your kids hit a certain age, especially your daughters, if you know, it's kind of uncomfortable. How do you manage that whole side of that um, kind of appropriate hug as dad, and you know, not well. You know, when you're doing it for the first time, doesn't matter if you have eight kids, there are first times along the way. Yeah. Right. And so I had to learn that with my daughters when they were transitioning to womanhood, they didn't. The, the whole touchy feely thing. They had, kind of pulled back. They, a they little kind of pulled bit. back yeah. a little bit. Had to tra- transition away from that. But the real core of it. Uh, isn't to check a box that, hey, I touched this child today. I embraced this child today. The real core of it is communicating that you actually like them as a person. Every parent loves their kids, right? Oh, I love my kids. Yeah. But do you like them? Do you like being (laughs) with them? Do you like their personalities? Mm -hmm. Are they people that you value just because of who they are, not what they are going to accomplish or what they've done? Well, that sounds like managing expectations to a degree. I mean, if you've got these incredibly high expectations, your son or daughter is going to be a doctor and they're not very good at math or whatever, right? Um, That starts to put little widgets in your relationship, little um, barriers, I guess. And loving your child is like got to be like the unconditional love that we experience from the Lord. It should be. But it's sometimes hard to do that as as a parent, right? Because they're behaving in ways, Lisa. <laughs> that, you know what? Don't make me very happy right now. Actually, I, I remember a moment where my daughter, who was teenage years, and she was just having an emotional meltdown. She was being totally <laughs> ridiculous. And I was really frustrated in my spirit. Like, what am I going to do with this child? And I walk in the room, and I was just trying to come up with the right words, the right lecture. And then something in me just said, just go over and just hug her. Mm. And I didn't know if she would get upset with me or if that would just make it worse, but I just did it anyway. And I just didn't say anything, and I just hugged her. And just right in my arm, she melted. You could feel it, right? I could feel it. I could feel the little girl in her just, just, you know, come down. And we did end up having a more reasonable conversation after that. But... And for the time, there was no agenda, just I'm here with you, no matter how you're feeling or what you're going through. Well, Danny, turning a bit of a corner here, um, there's probably a mom or a dad uh, listening whose son or daughter doesn't want to be hugged anymore. I mean, Mm -hmm. there are some kids, one of my kids, you can hug him and he feels like a tree. I mean, he's just stiff as a board. And there's no indication I like this or I want this. Mm. And in fact, I had one one child that said, please don't touch me right now. So how do you navigate those moments when it's either danger, don't do it, or you're, you're kind of thinking, uh, we're past that? Yeah, you want to show respect to the boundaries that your kids place. Uh, that, that is a good model for them. And you'll have some kids that have sensory issues, and it really actually is like scratching the, the, the chalkboard, mm-hmm. you know, if you hug them. It just, it, it's something that really doesn't feel good. So know your children and know which ones do respond well to hugs. And if you're having one, having a child tell you, please don't hug me right now, you respect that and you say, hey, let me know when would be a good time to hug you because I want to show you that affection. And know that physical touch is not the only way to show affection. Mm. What you can do is with a smile, with a kind word, words can be very affectionate, and that also has an impact. So if at a moment your child is kind of raw, they don't want to be held, they don't want to be touched, 
uh, you can give them reassuring words. Hey, I love you. I love this about you. Just know that I missed you today or I want to spend more time with you. Those are affectionate words that also create an impact in your child's life. And so don't, don't be afraid of the fact that maybe you have a child that doesn't like the full physical touch. That's okay if they're, if they're not really loving the hugs. Uh, just find other ways to show that affection and that you love them and care yeah. about them. That's good. And um, for more insights, stop by our website. Certainly we've got the book full of great advice from Matt and Lisa Jacobson. Um, their books, 100 Ways to Love Your Daughter and 100 Ways to Love Your Son, are being bundled together for you. And we'll send a copy of each of those books to you for a gift of any amount to the ministry. Uh, sign up to be a new sustainer on a monthly basis or make a one-time contribution to support the work of Focus on the Family. And know your financial support does help families around the world. So thanks in advance for your generosity and uh, just donate and we'll send those books to you. The link is in the show notes. And John, there is a great article that we put in uh, on our parenting site okay. on the 13 essential lessons dads can teach their daughters. And one of them is how to receive good affection mm. in their relationship with their dad. And yeah. so just know, dads, you have a powerful effect in sh- showing and teaching about this affection. I appreciate that. And we will link over in the show notes. Matt did bring that up. There's a lot here, guys. Don't miss the moment. Um, so that when your daughter is older, as I experienced, I noted this earlier in the episode, um, when they lean in, you just want to give them a, a big squeeze uh, you know, around the neck and say, I love you. That is so meaningful. Well, uh, all the details in the show notes. And uh, for now, uh, just know we'll be back with more from Matt and Lisa and Danny. On behalf of Danny Huerta and the team, thanks for joining us for the Focus on the Family Parenting Podcast.